Good teams, Tim Hyatt, do just what the Cougars did today. Win games they are supposed to win, and they win it convincingly here in Bismarck, 36-17 to to equal a record at one win and one loss. Yeah, they have to feel good overall with uh, the performance today. Great ground attack, 232 yards on the ground. They threw the ball for 257 yards. They held Mary to just 23 yards on the ground after giving up over 400 rushing yards a week ago. Uh, and they come away with a comfortable victory. The Marauders got a couple of late touchdowns there in the fourth quarter, but the Cougars really dominated this game. And, and when they had a chance to uh, put it out of reach, they really did a nice job in the early part of the second half, uh, stretching out the score to 36-3 to uh, before the Marauders get those late scores and make it 36-17. Camden Dean gets his first start at quarterback for the University of Sioux Falls, and he guided the team to... Uh, well, he threw for two and he ran for one. Right. So he had his fingers in three different scores as the Cougars jumped out to a 36-3 to advantage. Adam Mullen did see plenty of playing time as this game progressed, and I think we're going to see both guys for the rest of the year because they both bring yeah. experience and uh, knowledge and ability. Right. And, you know, like we said, there was a point early in the game when, when Dean got shaken up and uh, what a uh, benefit it is to have a guy who's got 20-some games of experience in Adam Mullen. He comes in and just kept a great drive going uh, with a couple of third-down conversions, and Adam ended the day 8 of 11 passing after Dean was 12 for 14, so great efficiency by both quarterbacks. Uh, Coach Lucas Luters has to feel good knowing he's got two guys he can turn to to run this offense when needed. And the running game today, Dylan Rudnigan, his first career 100-yard day, he's got a touchdown, five-yard run. Matt Grisbowski knocking on the door of 100, day, 100 yards. Sophomore from Green Bay up over 80, plus a five-yard touchdown run. That offensive line made it easy for the backs. Yeah, they did a great job today uh, carving up space, and the backs did uh, some good work with cutbacks and things like that. But it started up front. The, those guys really controlled the line of scrimmage all day long and allowed uh, the run game to – flourish as well as uh, plenty of time for both Camden Dean and Adam Mullen to stand back and and have a good day passing the football as well. I think the coaches can be very happy with the improvement made by both the offense and the defense today. Uh, things that still need a little bit of work. They turned it over twice yep. and there were eight penalties for them in the second half yeah. that greatly aided those two late touchdowns by the Marauders. Yeah and I think you know my based on the short time that we've known coach Glogowski I, I'm guessing he's going to look at those moments as a little bit of inexperience and some things that you can teach from as it was a younger unit of guys that was out there when those penalties were being uh, committed and I think uh, that's something they can build on uh, overall though he's got to be thrilled it's going to be a much more pleasant bus ride home as the Cougars even their record at one and one they won the coin toss took the ball and on the first play of the game Camden Dean Christian Janis for 75 yards and a touchdown. 11 seconds in before people had even settled into their seats. It was 6 nothing Cougars. They went for two, and Noah Robertson, the holder, found Hunter Schneider in the right corner of the end zone for the conversion. 8 nothing USF led it, and that's what it was after one. It was 8-3 to three with five and a half minutes to go in the first half. The Marauders took over at the Cougar 21-yard line after Carter Slykhouse fumbled a punt return. But the defense rose to the occasion, forced the field goal, 30-yarder by Kevin Powell to make it 8-3. Cougars then countered. 
They went into the locker room on a high. They marched over five minutes, 10 plays, 68 yards, 5.02 off the clock. Camden Dean, 20-yard pass to Carter Slykehouse with 18 seconds to go in the second quarter to make it 15-3 at the break. They upped the advantage to 22-3 on their first drive of the third quarter. Camden Dean capping a six-play, 68-yard drive with a 21-yard run around the left side. They increased the advantage to 29-3 with 121 to go in the third quarter. After Powell missed a 25-yard field goal, the Cougars marched 80 yards in 10 plays, capped by a 5-yard run by Matt Grisbowski to make it 29-3 after 3. With 9-10 to go in the game, Joe Sapp intercepts uh, Sofian Massoud in the right corner here. 17-yard line is where he was brought down. 83 yards later, nine plays later, Dylan Rudnigan into the end zone from five yards out to make it 36-3. And then the Marauders in the final seven minutes added two touchdowns, throws from Jesse Forknell to Trayvon Dyson, covering 14 yards and nine yards to account for the final scoring, 36-17. All in all, a lot to like here in North Dakota. And the Cougars, as you say, will have an, well, if you can make a six hour bus ride enjoyable, <laughs> it will be enjoyable thanks yes, to this will. W here today. Cougars one and one at Minnesota Duluth next week, and it will be Mary hosting Northern State next Saturday night, the Marauders at 0 and 2. We'll be talking with Coach Jim Glagowski when we return after this as our post game continues on Fox Sports 98 1 FM, AM 1230, at KWSN.com. From Bismarck, University of Sioux Falls, 36, University of Mary, 17. Congratulations, Coach Jim Glagowski, on that first win as head coach of the University of Sioux Falls. How's it feel? <laughs> it feels good. You know, it feels good. Uh, unfortunately, maybe a week too late, but <laughs> beggars can't be choosers, right? Boy, you did something today that we don't see very often around here. You won the coin toss and took the ball. What were you thinking? <laughs> well, you know, we, we talk about these things as a staff throughout the course of the week. And, and, and I'll be honest with you right now, I feel like our offense is a little bit ahead of our defense, you know, quite frankly. And um, I just felt like we had some things that uh, we could take advantage of. There was certainly no issue with the wind. Um, I had a lot of people win the toss and defer, but I just I wanted to get the offense out there. I felt like we had a play that was going to work and give credit to Looters and those guys, and, and Christian Janice is an exciting young freshman. I'll say 75 yards. He beat everybody up the right side of the field, caught it, probably after about a 20-yard reception, and the next 50 belonged to him, and he showed his speed. Yeah, you know, it's, it's um, you know, not, not to, like, make this emotional, but you recruit a kid like that. And you go through the process with his family and with him. And he had actually committed to me at Mankato. And I got the job, and, and I said, hey, man, you're the kind of kid I want to build a program around. And for him to kind of take a leap of faith in his family, and um, not that we were throwing him the ball because of that, but then to see him have some success, I just walked over to him. And, you know, just as a, as a coach, it's, it's exciting because he produced like I thought he could. And not that that makes me a savant <laughs> as far as, you know, evaluating talent, but the kid can really run, and he's a great kid, great family. It's just fun to see those guys have some success because it was tough after last week. Yeah, it has to feel good seeing some of those true freshmen like him and Adonis Hutchinson in the passing game getting opportunities and, and making the most of them when they can. Yeah, and it really does. And I think what you guys, we talked about on the bus ride or at least, uh, you know, last night at dinner. But, um, you know, we traveled two seniors that dressed today and we brought eight true freshmen. 
So, you know, I think the future's really bright. Uh, the guys have talent. We just, they just need to grow up, and, and this was one of those opportunities we got to get a lot of guys some, some much-needed experience, and, you know, hopefully down the road. And if you have a program that builds, obviously the sooner you can get those guys involved in the action, especially with the new three-game rule. I mean, I really tried to get Bennett Brick in at the end. It just the time didn't work out, but um, that would have been awesome. I think he's the only true freshman that didn't get on the field today. He's a backup quarterback out of Indianola, Iowa, old hometown of your yeah. first coach. Yeah, his mom, Simpson. Janelle, is probably mad at me right now because he's right at home watching. Like, get in the game. So, sorry, Bernie and Janelle. Uh, Camden Dean got his first collegiate start as a Cougar today. Threw that touchdown pass on the game's first play. Later on in the first half, he hit Carter Slykehouse from 20 yards and ran one in from 21 himself. Nice uh, little starting uh What's the word I'm looking for? Nice performance as a starter for Camden Yeah, Dean. nice debut. And, you know, I'm proud of Adam as well. You know, I thought he stepped in. He kind of got the wind knocked out of him on the one drive. And Adam went in there, you know. Converted to third down yeah, right away. I mean, and that's – and the fun part about that is I didn't feel like I had to put Cam right back in the game, right, because Adam might screw it up. I didn't feel like that at all, obviously. And I said to Coach Luters, I said, okay, let's just ride let's, – let's make sure he's ready to go. Let's let Adam – we're totally comfortable with Adam out there too. So – it's a luxury to have that option, honestly. We had uh, the comment here. We didn't get to see Adam Mullen run the football much the last two years. It wasn't in his well, repertoire, his skill set. But he carried it two zone reads today for about 10 yards. Well, it's funny. You know, I think um, he's such a great kid, and he's such a leader, team captain. He's obviously played a lot of football games. For a kid like that to be able to kind of get into a little bit of a new system and be able to adapt, I think that speaks volumes about him and the kind of kid that he is. And, you know, it's not something, like you said, he does a lot of or he had done a lot of. So, again, no different for him, even though he's been in the program for a while. It's still experience, right? And he's getting experience seeing those reads, pulling the ball when he needs to, and that was good to see. Somebody else who got a lot of experience today and really showed was Matt Grisbowski. Yeah. He carried the ball great, had 80 yards rushing. And, man, is he hard to bring down for a guy who's 5'9", 200. I, I tell you what, so Ruddy's is 22, Grizz is 27. They're like twins. Yeah. They look like they're all sawed off, like 5'8", 215 pounds, and they both run with, with an unbelievable effort and, and just desire to get as much as they can. And those two guys did a great job, and I thought Jock did a couple good things too there. And But, yeah, I thought, you know, I've seen those things from those kids, and they, they work their tails off all summer. And, again, it's just two games, just like last week we weren't going to overreact. We're not going to overreact this week, but – I know how much time and effort those kids have put into it, and to see them have a little bit of success today, it's just, it's, it's just fun to see those guys rewarded. We're used to seeing 100-yard games here from running backs. Thurl Reisdorfer, Landon Freeman, Max Mickey before that. Rudnigan got one today. Did he really? He cracked the century mark, his yeah. first ever. I, I said that to Coach Luters. I go, you think we're ever going to have a guy break 100? <laughs> so, <laughs> he's like, it's today, been one week, you know. Yeah. But um, you, you got to run the football, and that's certainly not something we're going to shy away from. I don't know how many carries we had when it was all said and done today, but um, I thought we – yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what total plays were, but I think that at least in the first half we did a nice job of, you know, running the ball when you have to run it. Like late in the game, I thought we did some good things as far as just trying to eat the clock up, and, um, yeah, it was positive. And we said it on the air, kudos to your offensive line. You had a couple of guys that hadn't played a lot, had to step in for guys who got hurt. Logan Ramaker was down earlier this week, and uh, you guys stepped in and did a great job. Yeah, last week we had five guys all getting their first start. This week I think we had two or three getting their first college start. <laughs> so at some point we're going to run out of first starts and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, Tyler, you can stepped up today. I know uh, Jerome Jackson had to kick over because Bauer got the start at guard. Uh, we had a couple guys that were banged up. But, you know, Ramaker tried to go today. He had a little bit of an ankle issue, but I think he'll be back next week. But, um, you know, it's just, again, 
as much as we can get reps, get better, that's what you need to be a good football team. Um, you know, you got to play football to get better at football, and, and that's what we're trying to do. Cougars with a 36-17 road win over the University of Mary, their sixth consecutive win over the Marauders. We've talked, we focus primarily here on offense. What do you think of the defense today? Well, you know, I thought the biggest thing I look at, and I told the kids in the locker room after the game, I could give two you-know-whats about the final score and yardage and all that. Um, the biggest thing is to win the game. And when we were up 36-3, to three, my, my focus turned to, you know, eat the clock. You know, let's get this, let's get out of here, let's get on the road, let's go home. And when you're up like that, you're not necessarily trying to move the chains through the air. And you, they know you're going to run it and all that. But defensively, um, you know, they, we, we did, we responded. I think we had a couple of stops. We had a big interception down here with Joseph Sapp. And, you know, our, we, had, we had to have some guys out there that maybe, um, you know, learned some lessons today, which was good to see. But I don't know. It, I, I thought it was good. You know, I, you know, Coach Cap's done a really nice job, and, you know, he had a tough week. He's feeling, you know, no one, no one hurts more than the players and the coaches, you know, <laughs> and I know that seems obvious, but nobody takes it harder. You know, we got a lot of young guys just got married, and I want these guys to stay married, so I'm trying to pump them up and, and keep them and coach the coaches, and I'm happy that I think they did a nice job at halftime. You know, we didn't help ourselves out. We fumbled a punt. We didn't get a first down on the fourth down play. And so, you know, it seemed like the first half, quite frankly, it felt like the opposite of last week, where last week I felt like we were kind of hanging on, even though Mankato was kind of having their way with us when they're moving the ball. I felt like this week in the first half it was the opposite. We just didn't have much to show for it, especially right. when you score in the first play. Like, I'm sitting there going, I'm sure everybody else is going, why don't you just do that every time, <laughs> right? I'm like, Let's, can we do that play again? Yeah. <laughs> can you only call it once? But yeah, I just all in all, we got the W. That's all that matters, and we're going to go home and get ready for the next one. You were up thirty-six to three. They tacked on two late touchdowns, which were greatly aided by penalties on your <laughs> defense. Uh, without those, I don't think they get those two scores. Yeah, you know, obviously, uh, I'm not Nick Saban, so I can't afford to comment on the right. officiate. I don't need Aaron Lynn, you know, <laughs> send me a fine in the mail. But uh, you know, it's part of the game. I obviously had some comments just for the guys. You know, I try to. I'll say this. We got a compliment. He said it's the best sideline he's had in three years, the side judge. And so, I mean, all things aside, if, if a guy says that, I thought our kids did a nice job. And, um, you know, we want to do it the right way. And, and I thought they did that today. And um, I think when we walked off that field, I talked to Coach Shannon. He's a really good dude. And he's like, hey, you guys, you know, you guys got after us today. And so as a coach, that makes you feel good that your kids played hard. Well, and I think even though the game wasn't necessarily in doubt, you had an opportunity for some, you know, crunch time type plays at the end of the game with those young guys got some valuable reps uh in a moment where you know you're trying to get a stop even though it's 36 to 10 uh you gave yourself you gave those guys a chance to make some plays absolutely and you know the thing we talk about all the time is it's a whole unit and we took a lot of guys on this trip right 64 or whatever the, the league roster limit is that you can travel and for the most part just about every single kid played and so they're all part of that yep. it's like you know you give up a shutout late in the game and everyone gets upset well, that's why everybody has to play well and practice well during the week because you never know. There were some guys that we decided to travel on the last minute that hadn't even practiced. with the. They've been on scout team all week. So, I mean, now these are guys that never saw one rep of Mary, never were in one meeting, right? They just lifted and did scout team all week, and we put them on the bus, and they went out there and played. So, you know, how do you get mad if they don't play perfect? And I don't expect them to play perfect. I expect awesome effort, and I think we got that. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, we'll move on. All right, Duluth next week. Your thoughts about the Bulldogs? You've met them many a time oh, as yeah. the defensive coordinator at, at uh, Minnesota State. Yeah, you know, I didn't spend a lot of time looking at them. I, I did take a minute. I think we talked about that in the pregame of just kind of it's fun to watch the video from all the different teams in the league with the new coaches. And I, I did notice them a little bit against Northern Michigan. And, 
man, Kyle Wall Jasper is a horse. He's a big quarterback. He's like a Tim Debo of, of Division Two. <laughs> he runs the ball really hard. He's he's physical. They're really talented up front. I mean, they've had NFL players up front. They do a nice job developing linemen. You know, we we just got to worry about you know being fit. We still missed some fits today. We had some guys on the cutback that didn't stay home and stuff like that. So it's a constant process. But again, it'll be about us and not about them. And we'll just try to get better and. You know, it's another great opportunity. This is the best day of the week. It's Saturday, you know, and to go nine, ten days and watch all that football over the weekend, knowing that we didn't play very well, it was just nice to get back out here and, and be able to hopefully get rid of some of that. Well, Coach Colo, congratulations on the win, the first of what we hope is many. <laughs> I hope so. That's what I told the guys, man. We better get used to this, you know. That's right. I want to. I want to win a lot of games, but um, yeah, it was fun. And I appreciate you guys. You guys are awesome to have us travel buddies and. We'll try to keep it uh, PG-13 on the way home. Just make sure you don't leave <laughs> okay. without us, all right? We appreciate that. Don't no, we got Chick-fil-A it. coming, and we're coming home. And all I just right. shout out to my wife and, and my daughter, Sam, and all the kids back home that I know they were going to listen and watch the game. And it's just awesome to, um, to take these guys on the road and get a victory. Thank you very much. Thanks, appreciate coach. it. Congratulations again on the win. Jim Glugowski and the Cougars win at 36-17 here in North Dakota against the University of Mary. Locally owned by Midwest Farm Families, Prairie Farms Dairy is committed to quality and freshness that ensures the milk and dairy products served at your family's table are the very best. Choose 100% real dairy. Choose Prairie Farms. And the Holiday Inn City Center, a timeless landmark and beautiful historic downtown Sioux Falls at 100 East 8th Street. It is the perfect place to host your next event. Call the Holiday Inn City Center and book today, 605 339 2000. Final here, 36-17 Cougars. Tim's got to look at some other scores from around the league before we delve into the statistics. Augustana defeated Shadron State 27-3. Minnesota State Moorhead over Minot 56-14. Winona State defeats Concordia St. Paul 33-8. Other games upcoming. We've got SMSU hosting Bemidji State. Northern is hosting Minnesota Duluth, and the Mavericks of Minnesota State host Wayne tonight. All right, Tim, 36-17, to 17, the final here. The numbers are going to bear out that this was uh, a one-sided game in favor of the Cougars. They were up 36-3 to three at one stage in the fourth quarter. Hold on for the 36-17 win, but the, the stat sheet is very impressive. Yes, it is. Cougars outgained the Marauders by almost 200 yards, 489 yards on 65 plays for Sioux Falls, 292 on 58 plays for Mary. USF had 232 yards on the ground on 40 rushes, limiting the Marauders to just 23 yards on 18 carries. Passing uh, Mary with a slight edge there, USF had 257, Mary had 269. Uh, 27 first downs for Sioux Falls, 20 for the Marauders. The Cougars were 5 of 11 on third down, 3 of 4 on fourth down. Marauders 3 of 12 on third down, 1 for 2 on fourth downs. Penalties, as we mentioned, a couple at the uh, on the final drives. The Cougars were penalized nine times for 97 yards, two penalties for 20 for the Marauders. Leading the way for the Cougars, Dylan Rudnigan, 12 carries, 109 yards and a touchdown, his first career 100-yard day as a Cougar. Matt Grisbowski carried 13 times for 80 yards and a touchdown, his first touchdown as a Cougar. Adam Mullen carried three times for 21 yards, and Camden Dean had 10 yards rushing and a touchdown in the game. Dean was 12 of 14 for 187 yards, two touchdown passes. Mullen was 8 of 11 for 70 yards. Leading receivers for the Cougars, Carter Slykehouse, seven catches, 58 yards, and a touchdown. Christian Janis caught two balls for 77 yards, including the game opening touchdown on the first play. Garrett Hoffman had six tackles. Brady Crawford had five. 
and Clay Sokol and Matt Gehring with four apiece for Sioux Falls. Leading rusher for the Marauders was Andrew Trandall, 10 carries for 17 yards. Quarterback Sofian Massoud was 18 of 25 for 161 yards. He was sacked twice and threw an interception. Jesse Forknell was 8 of 14 for 108 yards, two touchdowns in the fourth quarter for the backup QB for the Marauders. Mujib Rafai, Rufai, rather, 12 carries, 90, or 12 catches, 92 yards. Trayvon Dyson had six catches, 88 yards, and a pair of scores for the Marauders. USF wins it 36-17. They outgained the Marauders 489 to 292. Make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it is the only drink for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like. Pepsi-Cola Bottling is pleased to partner with USF Athletics. Windstar Lines, your premier motor coach company, is proud to help bring communities together through the power of sports. Join the folks at Windstar and cheering on teams and showcasing the spirit of camaraderie that defines Windstar Lines. And if you're looking for a career change and would like to get paid to travel, well, look no further than Windstar Lines. Visit GoWindstar.com to learn more. 36-17, the final here. In Bismarck, the Cougars have now won three in a row on this field, and they've taken six consecutive from the Marauders. And they now improve in NSIC play to 86 wins and 26 losses. That's in the last uh, 11 seasons now. Third best trailing owner, Minnesota State Mankato and Minnesota Duluth in that time frame. Speaking of Minnesota Duluth, that's where the Cougars will be next week. Tim will not be joining us. He's got a family obligation that he must attend next weekend. Chad Berger will be in the booth alongside me. And any words of advice for Mr. Berger as he prepares for his maiden voyage on a Cougar in a Cougar broadcast booth? Chad's going to do just fine. I look forward to, if I have a chance next Saturday to tune in for a little bit, I will definitely try to do that. And hopefully uh, you guys bring home another victory on the road for the Cougars. Well, a road victory here today in Bismarck, 36-17. to We'll wrap it up by me telling you that you can save even more at your Sioux Falls Hy-Vees with Red Hot Deals. Take advantage of weekly Red Hot Deals every Monday through Thursday. If you're more of a weekend shopper, don't worry. They've got Red Hot weekend savings Friday through Sunday as well. Hy-Vee has six Sioux Falls locations. And lastly, Shoneman's has been furnishing the best building supplies and expert advice since 1888. Located at 4000 Southwestern Avenue and in Harrisburg, Shoneman's is the place for builders, contractors, do-it-yourselfers. They've got everything you need for your project, big or small. You'll find the best products and expert advice at Shoneman's. That's our post-game show from the MDU Resources Community Bowl in Bismarck. For Tim Hyatt and for Coach Jim Goligowski, who picked up his first ever win as Boss of the Cougars today, 36-17 over Mary. This is Tom Frederick saying thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week, 1.30 the pregame, 2 o'clock the kickoff, a week from today from Duluth, Minnesota, the Cougars at UMD, right here on Fox Sports 98.1 FM, AM 1230, and streaming on kwsn.com.